0: Do so you go double kielbasa? It's been known to happen. Holy crap. I mean, I could see you taking two kielbasa at once in college, but probably not on the sandwich.
1: Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. All
2: right, I will get back to you later.
0: You found the Crowley Show, where we'll always get back to you later. 412 922 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me. Shirtless Tom behind the glass. Check them out on Twitter. At FBomber73. At ButtonPusher970. Going to get into the Steelers' depth in the secondary in a couple of minutes. But first, though, that was super awkward with Caboli. i have known the guy for five years, and he still didn't know how to say goodbye. Get back to you later. What do you mean you get back to me later? What, do we have a scheduled phone call coming up for 8 o'clock tonight? Are you going to tell me about how your kids are doing? Are you going to ask about my forehead? I mean, I don't care how your kids are doing. I hope they're doing well, but I don't care. I mean, maybe it's a byproduct of his highly
2: sought-after football knowledge. Maybe he's so used to people asking him for football knowledge that he's, a, he's in constant state of, I'll get back to you, just because the demand's so high. He's just so used to saying it. it. Caboli is a wanted man on the streets, and
0: he's an autopilot throwing people away. In fact, Crowley, you did text him before his segment asking him a question about the Floria thing, correct? Yes. So he's just assuming that you're going to need more football knowledge down the road. Are you turning soon? this back on me? I think a little bit. Oh, no.
2: Well, I'm keeping the I'm keeping the idea that he is so sought after, that we get such great guests on this show. That he's always going to tell, I'll get back to
0: you, I'll get back to you, because he's so busy, he's so damn good. He's the the big kaboom. I made his day better because I gave him football knowledge that he would otherwise have not had, because he had to check in with a couple of sources on something. Yes, and then in
2: turn, he made his football knowledge more rich for the rest of the nation, and there you have it. And
0: he'll get back to everyone who needs him later with that knowledge.
2: Yeah, that makes sense in my mind. All right, I will get back to you later.
0: That really is like the, oh, please see you oldie again. We'd yep. love to have your business. Yeah.
2: You too. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. Good to see you. Oh, we've already met. My
0: bad. What's more awkward <laughs> than that? I, I think that might be it.
2: It's one of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good to see you. Good to meet you. If you cross the swords, let, let you know what? Let's role play here. Yeah. Hey, uh, good to meet you. Hey. Uh. Yeah, we met. Oh. You don't remember? I meant to say good to see you. Oh, I knew it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the
2: uh, we met at the uh, the thing, right? Here's the line with that. You got to play it this way. And I, I long ago, I got into this mode. Every time I meet someone, I say good to see you, because I'm not lying. Good to see you. Yes, I'm seeing you. That doesn't that doesn't factor in. Maybe I've seen you before. It's just good to see you. It leaves it right in the moment. Leaves it right there, and I don't get in that awkward good to meet you and I already did thing because I don't remember faces at all.
0: I really don't. That happened in college all the damn time. Oh, it's, You meet yeah. people at a party, you're hammered, pfft, next day, hey, it's nice to meet you. Huh?
2: Dude, we were up until five in the morning playing PlayStation and drinking shots of tequila. You don't remember?
0: Well, oh. That certainly explains why I would not remember.
2: You were running around calling yourself the Crow Man in the middle of the campus and you were half naked.
0: I did go streaking yeah. once on campus right oh, past Woodburn he, Tower at Morgantown. Yeah. And the rent-a-cop saw me, was about to tackle me, thought better of it, pulled up and said, Man, put your clothes back on! Oh, he was going to tackle you, Buck? Yep. Oh, wow. He didn't, though. <laughs> kind of like the Steelers defense, they refused to tackle.
2: You must have been pretty damn fast for a running cop to catch up to you.
0: <laughs> it was the fastest running cop you've ever seen. That guy flew. He probably played on the football team. He was just trying to get paid on the side. That
2: guy was pulling four 440s. Yeah. It was, like when it he was,
0: wasn't rent-a-copping. In fact, it was Tavon Austin. <laughs> Tavon Austin caught up with me and said, I'm going to tackle you. Just kidding. Put your damn pants on. It's a WVU program there. They <laughs> have to moonlight
2: as a, as a rent-a-cop to get around like violations and stuff. <laughs> we'll pay you to be a rent-a-cop. Oh, that's not bad.
0: Yeah, Maybe Clemson should have paid Kelly Bryant to be a rent-a-cop. We'll get into that for the hottest take of the day. I've got some thoughts there. Hey,
2: that was an alleged scenario. And it's by no means does West Virginia pay their uh, athletes to do
0: anything. And it's it's very clear. So if they did, they'd probably win a lot more. He refused to tackle me like the Steelers' defense refuses to tackle anybody. Transition. Good one. Thank you. I said before the season that I loved, not even liked, loved the depth That the Steelers had at secondary. Artie Burns. Joe Hayden. Cody Sensabaugh. Cam Sutton. Brian Allen. Mike Hilton. Wow, they got a lot of guys. Unfortunately, most of them stink. And I keep getting caught in this Steelers universe. And it's an easy thing to happen at training camp. Where, because you're told someone's good. And you're told that they have depth. That I bought it. Uh, They have a lot of players that they can rotate through. We saw him do it on Monday night. But Artie Burns is bad. He's not smart, he's athletic, but he's biting on a double move when the game's on the line and the Steelers are nursing a lead. I mean, how in the hell are you letting a guy get behind you at that point? That's like there being a Hail Mary and the Steelers placing the defenders on the 10-yard line instead of in the end zone. What kind of freaking sense does that make, Artie Burns? It's year three and he doesn't get it. I think that means he's never going to get it. So there's one. Cody Sensabaugh's fine if he is your utility guy. But he's more than that for this team. He was the starter on Monday night. He's a decent player, but he's not great. He's probably not even good. He's average, right? He's not a big guy. He's not a great man cover guy. He's good in zone. He's smart. And maybe that's the battle here, but if his brains are so good that they can replace Artie Burns' athleticism, okay, that's a problem for Artie Burns. It's also a problem that Cam Sutton's not the guy that got the start in, instead of Artie. And Cam, I, I still think, can learn. He comes in last year as a rookie and only plays pretty much starting in the New England Patriots game. So he's a little bit more than a rookie right now. That's it, because he didn't get to play all season long, and I still think he's got upside. But right now, he's not what they need. He needs to get better. And I don't know if, if that's going to happen in the near future. So that's three guys that I'm a little... Eh, about. Now Mike Hilton's got a busted up elbow. Funny bone, right? Nothing funny about it. Are there Werther's in my back pocket? Is that a dad joke, Tom? Shaking way, his head. Way too low. Really bad? For you. Okay, yeah.
2: Dad's being generous. Grandpa. Grandpa joke. That's being generous.
0: World War Two era grandfather joke. No, they only ate sawdust back then.
2: Let's just go with it was a bad one.
0: Thank you. Great war, bad joke. That was World War One. Just stop, dude. What dude, happened? What are
2: you doing? Stop. Yeah, I don't understand either. Back on topic. So
0: those are three that are bad that I don't have faith in in the secondary. Thank God you guys are here. Joe Hayden's good. Joe Hayden locked Deshaun Jackson down. I thought he did a really nice job on him. You didn't hear from Jackson really at all in that game, apart from the punt return, and that has nothing to do with Joe Hayden. But then you look at the defensive backs, and you go to the safeties, and Sean Davis is still learning. He's had so much on his plate, it's going to take time for him to be proficient. Terrell Edmonds, I think, is going to be a good player. He looks good right now, but he's young. He's going to make mental mistakes. We haven't seen enough of Morgan Burnett because he's hurt. So I don't know what he can provide. Nat Burhey's just a guy. Jordan Dangerfield's holding on the first play of the game and the special teams return, the kickoff return. I'm worried about that secondary. And just because there's a lot of players that you feel comfortable playing doesn't mean that I feel comfortable watching them play. And that is a big issue for this team. I got some numbers for you, too. Numbers. When Burns or Sensabaugh were targeted on Monday, Fitzpatrick was 10 of 13 for 194 yards and two touchdowns and a quarterback ready of 157.9. That's when their first round pick from a couple of years ago and the guy who was brought in to replace the first round pick from a couple of years ago were targeted on Monday. That is horrendous. 158.3 is perfect quarterback rating, correct? I'm asking and telling. The quarterback rating of 157.9. That's pretty close to perfect. With your first-round pick from a couple of years ago and the guy who's replacing him. Terrible. The question I asked on yesterday's program was, is the offense good enough to make up for the defense? (sighs) Ah. It's not going to be good enough every game. I feel a lot more confident about the defense giving up 27 points a game than I do about the offense scoring 27 points a game. Coming up next, Tomlin called the penalty-filled NFL tough to watch. I agree with him. And also we hear more from dumb-dumb rockhead James Harrison. It's a Crowley show. All right, I will get back. See you later. (laughs) Adam Crowley. Uh,
1: I want to talk about what the hell you guys are doing at I, I really don't want to Google condoms noses on my uh, work computer so the Adam Crowley show on ESPN Pittsburgh
0: Something more awkward, I think, can happen in today's show than the way Mark Cabali said goodbye to us during his interview.
2: Alright, I will get back to you later.
0: And yet, I think this comes closest. It's Rick Riley asking Dustin Johnson We just talked about this, like, four seconds ago. Not even four seconds ago. It's not even close. I mean, I guess Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson kind of sound similar. They're both boring ass names. Rick Riley was asking Justin Thomas... All right. Well done. I nailed it. A question, and, well, Justin Thomas, whose father is not a sports writer, had no idea what the hell Rick Riley was talking about.
2: How much shame is there having uh, your dad be a sports writer? Pardon me? (laughs) Your father being a sports writer, is there a lot of shame in that? My dad being a sports writer? Am I missing something? (laughs) What? Yeah. I'll tell you later. Okay, yeah, I'm lost. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> the most awkward part of that is when Rick Riley says, I'll tell you later. So he's not admitting to being wrong.
2: Right. No, he wouldn't do that. He's no. Rick Riley.
0: Yes, he is. And <laughs> he's no longer on the back page. Of SI. That was when he was great. And instead, he's asking questions of golfers that are completely wrong. Now, So when your dad flew to the moon... How was that for you? That was actually Lance's father. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> the only thing that was more awkward than Caboli saying goodbye and Rick Riley asking that question is me asking Tom off air which golfer it was. Is it Dustin Johnson? Is it Zach Thomas? He's a football player. I don't even know who it was now. I was just going to ask you, do you know who that Dustin was? Dustin no. Johnson? He doesn't. He doesn't he has no idea. Not a. He has not a no... chance. Okay, so this is now jettisoning up the awkward scale. Look,
2: dude, I'll give you football, I'll give you hockey, I'll give you
0: baseball. (laughs) You don't get golf. You do not get golf (laughs) at all. What, because I screwed his name up? That's not a golf thing. No, you couldn't pick him out of a lineup. (laughs) I could pick Dustin Johnson out of a lineup. That's not who we're looking for, though, so you'd pick the wrong person out. I could pick Rory McIlroy out of a lineup. Because he's an Irishman, and you just have... Northern a Irish. Yeah. Northern Irish. Is, is that a problem? He's a you Protestant. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't deal with that. I'll
2: okay. rephrase it. Beyond the top five, you can't pick a golfer out of a lineup. With the with the exception of the fringes like Phil Mickelson and John Daly. Okay, I want to play this game, then. You can pick I want to
0: play this game. Let's print out the top
2: 100 golfers. I'll do it just Look, as well we as talk, you guys. We I'll s- do it just as well. Okay, you wait here. We talked about this before And trying to do bits on the air on the fly. They don't ever work out. So maybe we'll keep going with the segment we had planned. Yeah, I'm not
0: saying do it now. Okay, okay. But I'm telling you, I mean, your golf knowledge, you think you
2: know, but you don't. Tom and I will set up for the end of the show if you're all right with it. I'm not letting you set it up. We'll We'll well, let an intern do
0: it. You're going to rig it. How would we rig it? It's pictures. You tell us who they are. You're going to alter the pictures in Photoshop? I want you to prove but that I'm you gonna, guys I'm know just Ti- as little. I'm
2: going to put Tiger Woods and then like Photoshop a Rory, Rory uh, name tag on him. I
0: got you. Put it- some mustache and sideburns on Phil. He'll never know who this is.
2: I hold it up to my face and do an
0: Irish accent. It makes sense to not have you guys print the photos because I want you to tell me who the players are too. No, you guys not, don't our, know. Our,
2: our golf knowledge is not in question here. We know. Oh, I'm questioning your golf. knowledge. we're the ones behind the behind the scenes trying to tell you who the hell this guy is. And then you still get it wrong. And then you still I still get it wrong. Who Zach Martin is? Look, now this just got as awkward as the Rick Riley cut. How much shame is there having uh, your dad be a sports writer? Pardon me. <laughs> Your father being a sports writer, is there a lot of shame in that? My dad being a sports writer? Am I missing something?
1: (laughs) What? I'll tell you later. Okay, yeah, I'm lost. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, so how much does transparency come into the Crowley show here? Here's how transparent we get. Crowley was ready to tee off on Rick Riley for not knowing who the hell he was talking to, and Crowley has zero
0: idea who the hell Rick Riley is talking to. Do you remember? (laughs) Yes. I don't think Brian knows. Brian, you know, I, I think this is a trick from you, though, to get Brian to say who the golfer was so you know who it is. Tom, you got my back. Thank you. I don't think Brian knows. I know. He knows. I know. I don't think he does. You were yelling it in your ear coming into the segment. Tom was yelling Zach Johnson in my ear. Nope. Nope. Zach Johnson is a golfer. Though. I know that. He won the Masters. He's got a square head. I could pick his ass out of a lineup <laughs> like that. I met Furek the other day. You guys ever meet Furek? Yeah, but didn't you say, like, hey, I had no idea who that
2: guy was until Jerry Dulek says, hey, Jim, Furek's on with us. N- not only did he not know who Furek
0: was, Furek had the Ryder Cup with him, and he was like, I had no idea what the hell kind of trophy. I thought it was, like, a bowling league trophy wow. that Jerry's buddy brought to the booth or something.
2: Perfect game at, like, perfect game at South Hills Lanes. Just the Ryder Look Cup sitting
0: there. One of the most prestigious golfing trophies. I guarantee you, you sons of bitches, if Jim Furyk walked past you not wearing golf attire, you'd have had no idea it was Jim Furyk. I would know it was Jim Furyk. You would have had no idea. I would know. Oh, I'm calling BS. There's no way you'd known Tom, you would have known. Tom, oh, you would have known, right? It's a, a random slappy walking around in a Steelers it's jersey. Not. It's It's the Jim captain Furyk. of the Team USA. Yeah, the Neither Ryan of come. you would have known. Oh, dude. Neither of you. What's he look like? What color hair does he got? He doesn't have any hair. He's bald. Trick question. Uh. He's not bald. <laughs> So Tom's out. Go, here's he got, Brian. Get Dulek on the line. Get Rick Riley on the line. I still don't know who the I'm hell is he talking of Jim to Jim Furyk right now, and he's as bald as can be. No, Tom,
2: he's got Did hair. Did I meet he's Jim got, Furyk
0: and think he had brown hair? Skid, no, I think the guy
2: you thought who was Jim Furyk was probably, like, his handler. The guy hanging out with know, His was, caddy?
0: Yeah, you probably... I can't find one picture, even in his younger days, there's not one picture of Jim Furyk with any hair. He's got some of the, like, side gray hair, but it's it's mainly bald on the top. What? Who was the haired golfer that Jim was? I told you it was Jim Furyk. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Jim Furyk. Nice to meet you. You know what? Have you ever played that box game when you're kids where you draw the little dots and you have to connect them for boxes? I saw what were the outline of some sideburns, and he was wearing a hat, and I just assumed he had hair. But I could pick Jim Furyk out of a lineup now, for sure. I hope you saw him on Sunday or on Monday. Vijay Singh's a white guy, right? Is Vijay Singh even play anymore? Uh, yes. yes Are you serious? Yeah, he From time to time. I haven't seen, seen him anywhere near the leaderboard recently. Well, he's old. You wouldn't know him if he was there. <laughs> you know who I saw the other day? It was Arnold Palmer. Walked right past him at Steelers camp. I did. Yeah, I'm sure. No, seriously, I walked past Arnold Palmer. He was drinking iced tea and lemonade. Yeah, I'm sure it was Arnold Palmer. Yes. Keep telling yourself that. I saw Arnold Palmer. Mm -hmm. He's dead, so. What? Yeah. Arnold Palmer died? I think you saw a guy drinking in Arnold Palmer. That could have been it. Either that or a ghost. Let's not do that. Dude,
2: you're so bad at golf. <laughs> I think I could pick him out of the lineup just as you're good as so, you guys. You're so bad at golf. Man. I think I could pick it that's out of a lineup just that's as why, well. That's why I'm glad you do Steelers, you do Pens,
0: you do Pirates. You're good at that. Golf, you suck. Sorry. I love you, buddy. 20 golfers' pictures. I can identify just as many as you guys. Guaranteed. It's
2: not. I don't think you can identify five of them. I guarantee you I could. That's it. down. me and Tom are not playing this. We watch golf every weekend. We, we're texting back and forth right, again. Right. The only reason you're on this Tiger wave with us
0: is because we've carried you along on it. Well, Tiger, everyone loves Tiger. Yeah, but you love it more because of me and Tom. False. I've always loved Tiger. Okay. I'm a huge golf guy. To end the show, maybe we print out some pictures. I
2: say five pictures.
0: You Play a game. You can't name two of them. Can you tell me who the number one golfer in the world is right now? Dustin Johnson. Okay, well, who's number two? What? No, don't play that game! Well, if you're a golf guy, you need to know who's nipping at the heels of the number one dog. You wouldn't have known who number two was if you didn't look it up. I absolutely would have known who number two was. I'll give you a hint. He just won the FedEx Cup. Tiger Woods. Nope. It's wrong. Zach Johnson. No. We're again, <laughs> B- Zach Johnson. VJ B- Singh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kepka. No, he's three. He will be one. Who's the guy who won the Masters? Not the Masters, the U.S. Open. That was Kupka. Who's the one who won the Open? (laughs) You don't know. Francisco Molinari. That's the one. He's yeah, not number two, though. Number He's two probably two. top ten, though.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the one where Crowley was like, Look, it's Molinari. Hey, a Molinari. <laughs> it's Yay. a nice pizza what we had to listen
0: to for four that's, days. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's a Mori Molinari.
0: Still don't know who number two is, though. Rory. No. I just told you he won the FedEx Cup. Speeth! No. What the hell's going on? Who won the FedEx Cup, right? He doesn't know either. I'm not helping He you. doesn't know. I know. He doesn't know. You're tricking <laughs> Why him to you try to give on me you either. the answers.
2: Why are you turning
0: on me? Why can't I name another golfer? Do you want me to give you his first name? <laughs> yes. Justin. <laughs> Rose! Yes. The Brit! The Brit. Screw him! Europe's going down! Ryder Cup
2: 2018! Hey, yeah. Crowley, who's a golfer that you talked about in this segment who's ranked
0: fourth? We played a couple sound bites in reference. Oh, to him, so. son of a bitch! <laughs> he actually has the same first name as the FedEx Cup winner too. Who won the FedEx Cup? I'm not telling you that. Oh, it's Justin Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah Justin sure. Thompson. Minus the P. Yeah. And the un.
2: <laughs> Maybe just Justin Tom's miss. Oh. See, so you suck at golf, dude. Admit it and carry on.
0: That went off the rails. It did. But I learned something. Well, yeah, because you you're knew... not a golf guy.
2: Well, you learned something because you knew nothing. <laughs> you
0: had to learn something. <laughs> Just <laughs> by us talking, you had to learn there something. we go. I didn't even know the FedEx Cup was a thing. Now mm. yeah, wake me up when a Tiger wins a major. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he ain't done it. Coming up next. The great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun, brought to you by To Be Determined. Also, Tomlin called the NFL penalty-filled and said it's tough to watch. Why I agree. Next, Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. I'm with
1: you, and you know what? That'd be an even better point than your cheese teas today, and that's saying something because your cheese teas are unbelievable. Thank and you, sir. Favorite thing on Twitter, Adam Crowley. Oh yeah, cheese here yeah. On ESPN Pittsburgh.
0: Coming up at 620, Brian's going to read the names, either the first or the last name of a Ryder Cup player, and I have to guess his full name.
2: Hmm. Oh, and that's we, be fun.
0: we did a little bit of a practice round And boy am I bad at it This is do not miss radio Honestly if you want to laugh at somebody 620 eh, is your time We'll also get more into the James Harrison Stuff then Tim Ben's going to join us at 6 He's got his opinions on Jimmy James What a douchebag he is Same with Harrison Tallman called the penalty filled NFL tough to watch Yeah we all still do right so the logical question here is what the hell would it take you to stop watching? Because if the Steelers racking up 13 penalties for 155 yards and Tampa Bay also getting called for double digit penalties, actually I think it was 9, so 22 total penalties in the game doesn't get you to say I'm done with this, what will? 4129222874 I think I'm just going to watch football until the day that I die. I, I I don't think that there's anything that they could do that I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm done, because there's so much about the game that I love. It's baseball but better, and even if there's flags thrown all over the field, there's still the chess match of the offense versus the defense, checking in the plays on both sides, running in different personnel groupings. I love that. I love watching a clear-out route. I love watching the rub routes. I love all the minutiae BS that is football. Now, I love college more because you don't see the horrific points of emphasis the way that you do in the NFL. But it hasn't stopped me from watching the league. And I said that I would not have watched Monday's game if I didn't have to, if I wasn't getting paid for it. I don't think that's hyperbole. If there's one game on and it, it's a flag fest, then maybe I'll turn that off. But if there's a full Sunday slate in front of me, I'm watching as much as I can. And you could pick and choose between the games you want to watch. The better game versus the worst game. And Red Zone does it for you. I don't even have to pull the clicker out. So I don't know what's going to stop me from watching it. I think I'm in. Ryan Shazier gets almost paralyzed last year he might never play down probably won't ever play down in the league again meanwhile there's flags going left and right and i'm still in so what would make you want to not be in 4129222874 is there anything that would stop you guys from watching
2: no man honestly at this point it's it's something i do so i i'm gonna watch it yeah there'll be transitions i'll be pissed off about them different things will happen but I mean, it's there. It's always there. It's kind habitual. Of that, yeah, it's kind of that thing that's just uh, growing up. That's what's there. You watch it, and yeah, we'll get pissed off how, if it starts to get too soft. I mean, granted, and it is. It sucks to watch sometimes, and you're just like you seem more pissed off at it than you do engaged and like cheering for like a huge play. Now it's kind of shifted to that point where you're like, oh man, that's a call. Now you're expecting it. Oh, that's not gonna be a catch. Is that a catch? I don't know if it's a catch. It's gonna be a catch. Like we knew the game. Now we kind of don't know the game. Or at least we're trying to figure it out along with the NFL. So I'll always keep watching, but that doesn't mean I won't be pissed off at it.
0: Agreed. And I think that that's what a lot of people feel. They don't like the quality, but you're still going to watch because if you don't, what else are you going to do? You're going to do chores on a Sunday? <laughs> yeah. Gasp. And as the game evolves, there's always going to be things for people to complain about. But if the game went away entirely, then you'd hear some real complaining. Like then people, it's almost like. You know, you you bitch and moan about it, but you don't really know just how bad it could be if every Sunday you're turning on the TV and it's just bowling on. Last night, I got home and I thought, what am I going to do tonight? Right. And you know what hit me? Thursday night, there's NFL and college. Friday, there's college football. Always a couple of games. Saturday, you have the full slate. Sunday, you've got the full slate. Monday, you've got a game. We're looking at five days a week of ball. Maction's going to be popping on our TV oh, on Tuesday. It's
2: almost Maction time. It'll
0: only be Wednesdays without football. <laughs> so I kind of need it. And last night it wasn't there for me and I felt empty. I wasn't about to put that Pirates game on. I don't oh care if the God. Pirates keep the Cubs from winning the division. I-, I know a lot of people are watching because of that. I don't give a rip. Pirates suck. Uh, they're 80 and 76. Great. Doesn't do you any good. I wanted ball and it wasn't on. So I ain't ever stopping. Nothing's making me stop watching the game. It's time for the Great Unsponsored Football Segment filled with knowledge and fun, brought to you by To Be Determined, and it is the Burning Questions edition.
1: And now it's time for the Great Unsponsored Football Segment filled with knowledge and fun, brought to you by To Be Determined.
0: Woo! Burning question number one.
1: Oh, hot, hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: At the end of the Colts and Eagles game, weak-armed Andrew Luck comes out. In comes Jacoby cannon arm Brissett. After the game, Andrew Luck says, Whoa, that was a great throw there. (laughs) So if you're Andrew Luck, isn't bringing in Brissett to throw the Hail Mary basically like someone banging your wife? Yes. And Luck watched it. Absolutely, he enjoyed one of the great throw. What a harp strike! I could never muster that. Does that make him a cuck? Total cuck.
2: Football cuck. Football cuck. Yeah, for sure. By the way, I saw the future with that move. Specialized quarterbacking. A seven-yard quarterback. We got a fifteen-yard quarterback. We got a twenty-two-yard quarterback. Then we got our Hail Mary guy.
0: Chad Pennington was a seven-yard quarterback his entire <laughs> career, no one figured it out till it was too late. <laughs> Burning question number
1: two. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: Fitz Magic through three interceptions, which now eliminates him from GOAT status. So the burning question is, Mahomes or Baker? Josh Allen. No, don't yes! you dare. You can't do that. Woo! Josh Allen.
2: Mahomes or Baker? This is Fitz tragic here. I go Baker. Yeah!
0: You're both wrong. Uh,
2: Wait.
0: It's Carson Wentz.
1: No, you just Uh. did what I did!
0: Burning question number three.
1: Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, hot, hot,
0: hot, hot, hot. Has Fitz Magic been demoted to the bench? Or will Jameis Grope, I mean, grab the job by the reins? I think Jameis is going to steal this job away. <laughs> Hopefully Fitzmagic isn't crabby about it. <laughs> no, I think Jameis is in for a big win, I agree. Woo! in question number four.
1: Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: Are the Bills actually the best team in the league in disguise?
2: Yes. Yes. They are the Clark Kent of the NFL. You don't think they're badass,
0: but they take those glasses off and you're in for a whooping. Like the homie girl at the beginning of every romantic comedy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's exactly
2: it. Here
0: comes the makeover. Oh my God, you let her hair down and she went from a two to a ten. She's so hot now. It just was the glasses and the hair. You're telling me that Anne Hathaway was always that hot in Princess Diaries? Oh, my God, at the beginning of the season, I didn't want to date
2: the Buffalo Bills, but now I kind of do. What? They've been there for me the whole time.
0: You're both wrong. It's the Dolphins. Burn! And question number five.
1: Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: Is the Patriots dynasty over? You can pull the plug on this thing. It's over. They're going at least six and ten in my mind.
2: It is destroyed by the Rasputin that is known as Guerrero.
0: Torn up from the inside. Dead He's for future oh, no. generations. Brian's right. Tom, you are wrong. What? Although your premise is correct. The Patriots will find a way to tie a game and finish 6-9-1. Of course. Nice. Burn! In question
1: number seven? Six. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: Who belongs on TV more? Jason Witten or James Harrison? They both suck at I it. I can't think. A parking cone. Jason
2: Witten because I get to look at that awkward shot from behind and get to see his white-ass tennis shoes with that suit. It's entertaining. Sure, stupid, but it makes me laugh.
0: Tom, do a fake play-by-play right now. Go. That's what Jason Wenton does, right? He just no. You do fake play-by-play. Oh, okay, I'll be I'm Jason Wyndham. Yeah. Okay. Roethlisberger, shotgun formation, empty backfield. Here's the snap. Pass over the middle. Juju catches it for five yards, and he's down by some defender. That was a nice catch by Juju Smith-Schuster over the middle. Ben Roethlisberger had time, and it was a great play by some defender. Woo! Why?
2: Why did Tom go directly to a 1950s NFL films announcer?
0: That's how you do it, right?
2: Oh, I'm just asking
0: in Burn. Burn! question number
2: eight?
1: Seven. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot,
0: Mathematically, do two ties count as a loss? Or do they count as a win? in question number nine?
1: Eight. Oh, hot, hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: Do two ties count as a win? Or do they count as a loss? Burn! Question number nine.
1: Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot.
0: I brought this up earlier in the segment. I kind of shot my wad, but did you realize that there's football on five days a week? Yes. It just makes the Tuesday and the Wednesday so much harder, right? Wednesday sucks. Oh, it
1: sucks.
0: Get out of here, Wednesday. Get
1: the hell out of here. Yeah,
0: you're no day of the week. You suck, Wednesday. What the hell? (laughs) That was the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun. Burning questions edition brought to you by To Be Determined. Woo! I, I like that bit there. I like burning questions. Makes me think. I'm in pain. <laughs> I had wow. heartburn. Why? So much scorching hot questions coming out of my gourd.
2: Mm, yeah, I got third degree burns on my buttocks right now.
0: Well, you shouldn't be sitting the way you are. You're in the right position to get the scorching hot takes out of my mouth. Mike goes in the other end. Mm Mhm, It does. The male side and the female side. I think they got it. (laughs) Mike Tomlin said that he judges penalties based on the disparity between what they're called for and what the opponent is called for. And that makes sense to me. We'll talk to Tim Benz about this coming up in seven minutes. On Monday, the Steelers had 155 penalty yards to 80 for the Buccaneers. So, as much as Tomlin wants to blame the first two games on the referee crews, now that this is the third game in the row where they've had more than 12 penalties, or 12 penalties or more, I should say, it ain't about the crew anymore. Uh, that's who they are. That's about them. It's not a bad way to look at it. If the Steelers have eight penalties and the other team has seven, and the yards are kind of similar, you're thinking, okay, the crew's trying to keep it close. If there's three penalties and the other team's got two penalties, then you're thinking, okay, the referees aren't going to call much. But when it's... 12, 12, 13, yeah, that's on the team. That's on the Steelers. That's on Mike Tomlin. And for as much as I stick up for Mike Tomlin, for as good of a coach as I think he is, it's a hard thing to explain away because that ain't just on the players. That's on not being disciplined enough, and that comes straight from the head coach. Coming up next, we'll discuss that with Tim Benz, and we'll talk to him about James Harrison, who's a dum-dum. It's a Crowley show.